0: You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast. The show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever with your host, Lou need every Mondays and Thursdays. We deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello morning enthusiasts, welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Lou Need, and today I come bearing nothing but good news. Now, the first one, let's get to it. We are celebrating the podcast's third year anniversary, and I want to take a second to thank those who have made it all possible, You you, my amazing listeners. Thank you for your loyalty over the years. I want to also extend a big thank you to our amazing guests who selflessly show up to enlighten us with their insight, awesome businesses, and robust morning routine tips. I would also like to thank my team for sticking with me. My video editor, Joanna, my podcast editor, Zipporah, my podcast guest manager, Motswedi, and my graphic designer and dear friend, Connie. Ladies, muchas gracias. Now, second news. Well, it's the 4th of July, and I want to wish you happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Please do celebrate big. Have some burgers and hot dogs. Enjoy the barbecue. Enjoy the quality time with family and friends. And if you are in SD in San Diego, I'll see you at the beach. Because I am also celebrating my birthday in two days. So that, again, my friend, is exciting. Now, the biggest news ever. Are you ready for this? Drum roll, please. Well, my husband, Benga, and I, or, get this, having a baby. Yep. Yep. We are expecting our first child this fall. Oh my God, that is super exciting. We are elated. Now, as you are part of our family, wanted to share this amazing news with you. I will be sure to talk about how this pregnancy has changed my habits and more importantly, my morning routine. And that will be coming up in the next few episodes, solo episodes. Okay. Phew, that was exciting. A lot of the good news, right? Back to our regular programming. <laughs> Just kidding, fellas. Just kidding, guys. I do want to talk to you about something out of the ordinary, though. And it's how to never run out of things to say in a conversation. I know, super strange, but you know those awkward, silent moments when you first meet someone new? Well, we've all been there. You're talking with someone and things are going well. And then out of nowhere, there's a weird silence. At that moment, you can't think of anything to say. And you can tell that the other person's eyes are wondering and looking around for someone else to talk to. Ouch. This is a bad situation. So here are five tips to help you never run out of things to say again. Let's jump right to it. First one. If you're in a situation where you can't think of anything to say, play reminds me of. That just means you look around and say, you know, that reminds me of, and then fill in the blank. It's a great way to start a new topic of conversation. And it can also be used after someone finishes telling a story. Which is how, by the way, many groups of friends talk all the time. That's how I talk to my friends. So People are drawn to others who seem similar to them. And similar stories can help build that bridge. Just don't keep making your stories better than theirs, all right? Because you might just feel like you're up wanting them. You're up one upping them, right? Like you're better than them and nobody likes that ever. So second step is to keep your questions as open-ended as possible when you ask them. So instead of saying, you're from Haiti, huh? You could ask instead, do you like it there? Or how do you like Haiti? And proceed by saying, I'd like to find out more about it. The first question usually gets a one word answer and then a weird pause like this one. The second one gets the other person to talk about what they like, which will lead to more topics of conversation. Also, just remember the rule of conversation that every three-year-old knows. Constantly asking why. And this is a great way to get people to talk more. So if someone tells you they are a consultant, you might ask, why did you decide to get into consulting? To be clear, you don't have to say why over and over again like a three-year-old but digging deeper into why what they do will often help you connect with them more. People love talking about themselves. So ask those open-ended questions. Third, if all else fails and the conversation just stops, use what I call revival questions to get it going again. These are questions that don't make sense, but get the conversation going for sure. Here are three of my favorites. If you're in a new group and the conversation dies after the initial pleasantries, you can ask, how do you guys all know one another? This is a great question to bring the conversation back to life. There's almost always a story that can be used to start the conversation again. If you're only talking to one person, you can say, so what's your story? The great thing about this question is that it is open-ended and that the other person will probably lead you to the topics they want to talk about, usually by saying something like, you mean, what do I do for work or what do I like to do for fun? Most of the time, their tone will have an infliction, their tone of voice and how it will show some type of excitement and they will... That sound will tell you how to continue the conversation, which part of that conversation to kind of dig deeper in the, what they do for fun versus what they do for work, because you can hear the excitement in their voice. And then the third one, the last one is you should ask people, you know, well, what fun things they have planned for the future. Okay. Instead of saying the boring, what are you doing for this weekend? What are your plans tonight? make it bigger. What are your plans for the future? You know, what inspires you? What do you want to do? What are you passionate about? I think we don't get that question enough to kind of provoke us to think about our vision board, our vision for the future. So this one is a nice question because it can be used over and over again, which makes it great for getting to know people at work, um, in the streets, wherever you may meet them, airline, airplanes, you call it. You, it's easier to get conversation going, talk, talking about people's futures. All right. Back to our list. Two more. The fourth thing to do is a complimentary cold read. What do I mean by this? So if you see someone smiling a lot, you can say, you look like the type who would be great with kids. You know, I just shared my pregnancy news. I thought I'd throw this one in there, but you find something that you can compliment the other person about and kind of draw a conclusion or an inference just to kind of get them start talking. Or you can say something like if they are very fit or very strong, like well-built, you can say something like, you look like you're into fitness, like you work out quite a bit, like health is important to you. You know, that compliments the person saying, Yeah, Yo, you look good. But also, this could be the reason why you look good and kind of stir up a conversation a lot easier when you give them that cold compliment. So even if you're wrong, you can talk about what made you think that way in the first place. Either way, you now have more things to talk about. Okay, number five, the fifth and final tip is to switch roles so that you don't have to worry about running out of things to say. Instead, get more comfortable with silence and let the other person move the conversation forward. Seriously, 30 seconds may seem like a long time, but if you take a deep breath and keep making easy eye contact, the other person will usually, eventually say something or ask you a question. Or if you really want them to keep talking, you could repeat the last few words they say. This is called mirroring. This makes them want to explain more, and it can often get people to open up in very powerful way. You can also do this by asking, posing a question, like an infliction of like, kids, you say? That kind of way can kind of tell someone to continue to um, explain, to continue to elaborate, to continue the, the conversation. So there you have it five quick and easy things you can do right now to make sure you never run out of things to say. That's a great habit to have because if you all want to be a powerful leader, you have to be able to hold the conversation, walk into a room and kind of control the conversation there too with the people you connect with. So you can make better partnerships, make better friends, but also be confident in how you show up. Right, We're dressing up, getting up, and showing up um, every day. And this is a great piece to help you show up in those conversations in your daily activities. So if you like these tips and want to learn more, you might want to hit that subscribe button to learn more on how to become an expert conversationalist, as well as how to make great first impression, tell interesting stories, build rock solid confidence, and become an inspiring leader. If you're interested, click the button now to subscribe today. I hope you liked this episode and I'll see you next time. Stay blessed. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.